What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. 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 Welcome, listener, to the 71st chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Laura Loomer episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. Wunderkinds come once in a generation. Luminaries, clear-eyed oracles, vessels of light. You know them. I know them. We've all met them. Laura Loomer is one of them. A rising star on the freaked-out pro-Zionist anti-Sharia law subset of the right wing, Laura has risen to infamy through a series of stunts that keep the politically poisoned among us endlessly entertained. One half of the ill-fated podcast Two Live Jew, which she hosted with Jacob Wohl for less than a dozen episodes, Laura is a pure product of our society of the spectacle and seemingly immune to shame. Can't wait to hear what Travis has to say about that. And uh, we'll be tail-ending his expose with a segment on Laura Loomer's very own fan club. But before all that... QAnon News. First up, uh, accused Pizzagate arsonist pleads guilty to setting fire at Comet Ping Pong. Oh, boy. So on December 17th, 23-year-old Ryan Jaselskis pleaded guilty to starting a fire at the pizzeria Comet Ping Pong, which lies at the heart of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Mm. Uh, in the plea deal, if the plea deal is accepted by a judge, he will go to uh, prison for setting that fire and also getting into a brawl with officers at the Washington Monument shortly afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, security footage taken the night of the arson shows uh, Jaselski's lighting a curtain on fire before fleeing. Uh, an employee put out the fire before anyone in the restaurant could be hurt, fortunately. Uh, now, strictly speaking, the motive for the arson is unconfirmed, but yeah, come on. An, an hour before the arson, someone posted uh, the QAnon uh, plan to save the world video to a YouTube channel owned by Jaselski's parents. This is, by the way, of course, this is distinct from the uh, Pizzagate shooting. There's already one person in prison right now uh, who, you know, fired that one round inside of the pizzeria. Yeah. So this will be two people who are in prison because of violence committed at Palm at Ping Pong. I just think that maybe we live in an alternate reality and these are like GTA players mm, who've given gotcha. up on their game. <laughs> right. They've just given right. up. They're like, ah, I couldn't set the curtains on fire. The mission's done. I guess I'll... F- Fist fight the cops. This is this yeah, just bored, just bored <laughs> yeah, and wanting bored. to go to the hospital or yeah, like you're bored. Get, get killed. Mm. You're bored. You're high. It's too late. You know you need to go to bed. You're not really doing a mission anymore. Yeah, and that's what most QAnon people do. That <laughs> almost all they're at trying to burn a church. Like all their all their ops <laughs> resemble that. They have that level. <laughs> Second up, uh, Trump tweets more QAnon followers. So this past week. Uh, Trump retweeted a couple more QAnon followers, including one from an account called uh, Incarcerated underscore ET. So this <laughs> particular account, Incarcerated ET, this is like this guy's like seventh or eighth account because he's been repeatedly suspended, probably yeah. because the account owner is an open anti-Semite. What? And uh, has nice. uh, pr- has promoted some like gen- genuinely anti-Semitic things. Uh, you know, for example, she, uh, this this account owner in the previous account that has previously been suspended uh, celebrated at you know, claimed that Kellyanne Conway was asking this Jewish reporter to admit that they're Jewish, and this is a big thing in in anti-Semitism. They want yeah. Jews to 
admit that they're Jewish, basically. They said, oh, Kellyanne Conway is getting trying to get her to name the Jew. Yeah, just because so, if you want to visit the White House now, you have to drop trow and have Secret Service make sure you're not, you know, circumcised. Oh, right. <laughs> it's the same thing. We just don't want to take any risks right now, you know? It's not about the tropes. Yeah. I think it's an old game uh, that children oh, used to play, name, name the Jew. Okay. Uh, this yeah. originated in 1930s uh, Berlin. Yeah, but was most prevalent in uh, Jake's uh, playgrounds growing up. (laughs) Uh, The particular tweet that uh, Trump retweeted is uh, this one from Incarcerated E.T., which is very legally confused on the subject of impeachment. Trump has not been impeached. The House can't impeach. They can only vote for impeachment. What? Then the Senate trial. Okay. Or Supreme Court trial. Yeah. Both have to vote to impeach Trump before he is actually removed from office, which will not happen. With this, of course, none of this is accurate. Uh, the House has the sole power of impeachment. The Senate has the sole power to try an impeachment. That's in the Constitution. It's pretty plain. So Donald Trump is not only retweeting a Q1 follower, he's retweeting just clear legal confusion about uh, about. Something that he's miseducate. Whatever an educator is, yeah. Donald Trump is the opposite of that. He actively makes people dumber. Does yeah. it bother you that incarcerated ET is more right than you? <laughs> no, in our landscape, <laughs> in our current landscape. Yeah, actually, this well, tweet does have twenty seven point um, seven thousand <laughs> likes. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like twenty seven thousand times more right than Travis. <laughs> well, if reality was a democracy, then that would matter to me. Um. Yeah, I don't. You know. heard it here. He's going to have incarcerated ET executed in jail. That's right. It's I don't understand. <laughs> waiting for the gallows. What 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 fight are these people yeah. trying to win? Like like you can still be like you can still say he's impeached, yeah. but that doesn't mean that he's removed. I see that I see both sides uh-huh. getting confused on this. Yeah. Just because somebody is impeached, the impeachment is not the removal. Love. Don't pretend you knew this before you looked it up. I looked it up too. Everyone had to look it up around this shit because we were suddenly like, wait, Here's is he thing. actually going to have to leave? The fe- and then everyone looked it up and realized, no, that's yeah. more com- complex than that. Yeah. So let's not pretend to be smarter than everybody, boys. I mean, no, I, I'm old enough to remember the last impeachment, which was like, it seemed like a bigger deal at the time. Yeah. Was like, has, uh, is Travis 62 and he's been lying the <laughs> When I'm 62, I'll still yeah. be reading Q. To go back to my point, yeah. I don't understand I don't understand what, what, the, what the, the fight is to convince people that the impeachment itself didn't happen. I think but just because it's a stain, it, it's a bad, it, because when all is said and fucking done, 20 years from now when they look back, the only thing anybody's going to remember about Donald Trump is that everybody they made the country fucking hate each other and that he got impeached. Yeah. What else is anybody going to remember? Like, is that what they're fighting for? I don't get it. Jake makes a good they, point. We're not going to remember Trump for all the good things he's done. <laughs> Much um, to my chagrin. <laughs> uh, I, I think yeah, I think they just don't, people don't want to give the libs a win. Even the ceremonial no, exactly. win. Yeah, yeah, yeah even, that's even, what it is. It, yeah, yeah that's, that's all it is. Like, it's like, oh, I can, I, you have to admit that, that the Democrats, because they control the House by sheer force of the uh, numbers, they managed to stick one to Trump. They, they, they did something to Trump that he didn't want. Yeah. That makes him feel... <laughs> 
less yeah. powerful. They have to imagine Trump as this all-powerful being that can just crush through anything yeah. that's thrown at him. And in this particular instance, he wasn't able to do that, and they hate it. Media Matters reporter Alex Kaplan <laughs> has been tracking how often Trump has retweeted QAnon supporters, and he told me that he estimates that to be around 40 now, 40 times he's, yeah. he's retweeted accounts. We're not even in the 2020 yet, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I imagine that number is going to double more, yeah, more than yeah. double by the time that uh, uh, the election comes around. You know, look, and let's, I mean, you know, I try to give President Trump the benefit of the doubt. You know, one time retweeting a QAnon follower yeah. maybe a mistake. <laughs> Ten times retweeting a QAnon follower yeah. also maybe a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. 30 times retweeting a QAnon <laughs> follower also slight possibility. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything to learn there yet, though. Still a mistake. I would keep going. 40, f- no less than 40 times retweeting a QAnon follower. Yeah. I'm starting to think it may be intentional. Yeah. Well, check back in next week to see if any of this has progressed anywhere for Jake. <laughs> Laura Lumar. Now, Laura Loomer is a 26-year-old uh, conservative She's activist. She's only 26? I know. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, I know. you got to be fucking kidding me. She's exactly half your age. you got to be kidding me. No. Uh, nope, no. No, I'm not kidding you. She's 26. She's just the start oh, of her career. This fucked Jacob so bad. She not only already, did he have to- She he to already read. looks like fucking <laughs> Grimace from the McDonald's, <laughs> from the old McDonald's crew. All right. Uh, well, Jake, Jake, you have to forgive him. For being rude, because he had to read the entire Laura Loomer starring uh, novel where she's a secret agent. So he is in a state of um, shock. I really think there's no other way to understand Laura Loomer than besides sort of a right wing performance artist. So Laura has learned one basic trick, which she has very effectively used over and over through her very young career. She delivers an obnoxious message in the most loud, disruptive, irritating method possible. Usually this means loudly heckling people, even when it's not her turn to speak, or imposing herself in a space where she doesn't belong. And when she's inevitably shut down for being disruptive, she turns around and claims that she's being shut down for the message that she's delivering, when really she's being shut down because she's incapable of adhering to the norms of civil society. Yeah, and also kidnapping people and trapping them in their basement and making them solve an elaborate system of puzzles and riddles, uh, you, you know, to free themselves from various Wait, what? capture <laughs> devices. I think and... you think of the Saw movies. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the Saw movies. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that her? That's her in the wheelchair <laughs> with the clown makeup on. That's, that's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but how exactly did Laura get like that? <laughs> I'll, I've got a couple ideas. Yes, they were well. in the first film. <laughs> All, right. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Laura Loomer was born in 1993 and raised in Arizona. She says that her Jewish father taught her to identify as ethnically, culturally, and politically Jewish. She later identified as a Jewish atheist. After graduating high school, she attended uh, Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts. She told the uh, American Jewish publication The Forward that she left after one semester after feeling targeted for being conservative. She said of the experience, I ate every single meal by myself for an entire semester. Oh, man. Mm. This 
similar to the you know Hepsibo Nana episode. Yep. It's just like people who don't have any friends, but also totally alienated. But also they don't have any friends because they're mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She then transferred to a private Catholic university called Barry University in Miami, Florida. There she majored in communications and got her feet wet in political organizing by becoming active with campus Republican groups. In September of 2014, she got her first taste of media exposure. As a senior, she contacted the Florida politics blog Shark Tank to tell them that a local imam named Nasir Ahmad had repeatedly chanted the phrase Alu Akbar during an interfaith 9-11 memorial service. The story was then picked up by the far-right publication Gateway Pundit. So she snitched. That was of her course. first thing. That was that was okay. it. Of so course, she... now of course, uh, you that know, means God is great. Yes, yes. In the Muslim world, Alo Akbar is a common innocuous phrase. It means God is great, yeah. or God is greater, or God is great, something like that. Yeah. It's used during religious ceremonies, or to express surprise, or gratitude, or even just happiness that your sports team is winning. Lots of other normal everyday scenarios. But since it's also said by people while while they commit terrorist attacks, some people in the West incorrectly believe that it's a phrase that is unique to radical extremists. Mm-hmm. And Loomer was attempting to exploit this misunderstanding successfully mm-hmm. since it got picked up by uh, the far-right publications. Well, and also, do we even know that this happened? Um, uh, do we know that Muslims did 9-11? <laughs> Do we even know? Do we even Do we even know if this imam exists? Yeah, it, it, where the is the United exist. States on the map? Exactly. And and isn't Laura Loomer like one for free speech? Like like isn't yeah. it, it, you know even if he wanted yeah. to show up to a nine eleven memorial and well, scream yes. Alu Alu, she's Bakbar. for free speech, but there's no amendment for ululation. Now, if you want to <laughs> ululate freely, that's a different country, sir. What does ululate mean? Never mind. After this incident, Loomer says that she kind of became known as the campus Islamophobe. Uh, I mean, deservedly. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Loomer followed up the story by asking an attendant at the campus ministry for a copy of the pamphlet distributed during the service, which, again, wasn't a specifically a Muslim service, was an interface service. Yeah. She says that the attendant first claimed that she could get a copy of the pamphlet for Loomer, but then claimed that they're all out of pamphlets. Loomer interpreted this to mean that the campus was covering up what actually happened at the service. And she turned this into another story for that politics blog. So, and that, my friends, is how Laura Loomer first realized that she could get attention through misrepresentations and appealing to bigotry. It was just a, just a spark in her head. Like, oh, this is how this works, huh? This kind of reminds me of a story that Roger Stone often tells is that in 1960 in elementary school, he spread the story amongst his schoolmates that uh, that uh, Kennedy wanted to uh, start having school on Saturdays in order to skew a vote, uh, sort of a mock vote on the campus. Yeah, he rigged it. And so and so that's when he first realized, like, oh, I can change how people vote by spreading lies. (laughs) And he, he turned that into a very successful career. People slowly realizing that the system is going to reward their bad behavior. Yeah. You love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know who else really likes misrepresentations in order to get media attention? My man, James O'Keefe of the hidden camera outfit Project Veritas. And so, of course, Laura Loomer became a Project Veritas journalist, quote unquote. In uh, March of 2015, Laura Loomer took a hidden camera into the student leadership office and recorded a video uh, basically asking them to start an ISIS club. Oh. It's called Students, Sympathetic Students in Support of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. I want to raise like funds to send overseas in humanitarian efforts to help like the widows and like the children of people who have died over there in the Islamic State. 
So, I mean, the gotcha here was that she yeah. goes in, she asked to start a sort of a, an, an, a pro-ISIS club. And uh, they, she, then she just sort of acts shocked that they don't get pushed back. But the thing is, is that it's the job of these particular university officials to guide students on how to form a student organization. So at the stage, the officials weren't supposed to nor were they even able to approve or deny a student organization. Right, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to, like, turn down an organization, like, as it's being pitched and it's like, you know, it becomes a religious scandal because you turn yeah. down without really fully understanding what you were turning down. Yeah, exactly. So they have to fucking yeah, kind yeah, of play it's like dumb you have to first. wait until they get the application. Also, if I'm a teacher and a, and, it's some, and a student comes forward and they go, yeah, I want to start something that, that provides a relief fund for women and, vic- uh, women and children who are victims of the Islamic State, that well, sounds like a fine thing. I'm it's not, not even victims. Yeah, it's like it, or, she kind of hide like the words are, are, yeah, like to support, you know. The, the wives and children of, of people who died over there with the Islamic State. But it, it doesn't even sound... Yeah, that's that, the that, thing. that sounds pretty noble, yeah, actually. That sounds, that's the problem yeah, is it exactly. still sounds pretty noble. It's like, I mean, yes, like what? So you're the wife or child of an ISIS person? You don't deserve help in a war zone? I mean, I, I get it. But anyways, so, I'm pro-ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> so the officials, as they appear in the video, try to accommodate Loomer's strange request as best as they can. Many countries are technically in conflict with ISIS. Oh, so you do specifically want to send aid to ISIS. Well, yeah. So maybe just change the name if I want to have the club. Like, do you have any suggestions, like, is what I could call yeah, it? Yeah, we talked about um, maybe staying in the Middle East as Sympathetic students for... In support of the Middle East. Okay. As opposed to having the ISIS. Yeah. Right. So they're basically trying to help a, a clearly mentally unstable person come back from the edge with their shitty idea. Yeah. But in her mind, of course, they're covering up that they would be down with ISIS. Yeah, so the headline of the Project Veritas video was University Officials in Florida Authorize Pro-ISIS Club. This was, of course, oh a lie. Goodness. This is oh, a lie. Oh, the, oh, you, the shame. <laughs> the university did not authorize a pro-ISIS club. In fact, Laura Loomer didn't even file the paperwork necessary to form such a club. All she did was speak to some officials uh, who, even in the Project Veritas video, seemed bewildered by the idea of a pro-ISIS club. Uh, Barry University later released a statement on the matter. There has been no formation of an ISIS-related humanitarian aid group at Barry University. No paperwork requesting such an organization has ever been filed with the university. If a student or students are interested in forming a recognized student organization, they are advised on the established processes to follow for approval. However, submitting a request does not guarantee approval since the purpose of all student groups must be in accordance with Barry University's mission statement and core commitments. Barry University would not approve any group supporting a terrorist organization. The Barry University president also issued a statement accusing Project Veritas of misleading editing. The images and video released were edited and spliced to unfairly represent the university and staff being featured. It is reprehensible to think any organization would acquire video and edit in such a way as to denigrate the reputation of Barry University or its staff. Legitimate journalism outlets should be insulted. A week after the edited video was released by Project Veritas, Loomer was suspended by the university for violating the student code of conduct rules. Uh, One of the professors in that video also filed a criminal complaint against Loomer with the Miami Shores Police Department, but that complaint didn't go anywhere. This is the most enraging part, is that despite the fact that Project Veritas's so-called video sting was based on a complete lie, it managed to generate headlines from the mainstream media. Here's one from the uh, local news station, NBC Miami. Group claims Barry University approved pro-ISIS club. Here's a headline from Miami Herald. 
an ISIS club undercover video stirs up controversy at Barry University. And here's one from the Daily Mail in the UK. Catholic University officials caught on secret video approving student club devoted to raising money for ISIS. Uh, okay. Again, I mean, 100% not true. No ISIS club was ever approved. That's we, a lie. We deserve Un- it. That's not true, <laughs> Travis. We deserve it. Simply, <laughs> we've done our research and it turns out you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, these 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 people, are they're all ghouls. They yeah. just, they don't care. They don't care if it's not that true. They just go like, oh, this is going to create a fucking hullabaloo. Let's fucking throw it out there, even though we know it's people, oh, yeah. we're low on clicks this month. Uh, perhaps uh, this story will generate uh, some traffic on our That's we- it. website. And it's like, you do this. You do this to, to yourselves. Well, you f- you are banned from Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, Laura Loomer learned a, another important lesson is that misrepresenting people doesn't just get you attention in the right wing media. It gets you attention in the MSM as well. So it gets it's you e- attention from the police. It's easily, <laughs> easily hackable. So after being suspended by Barry University, Loomer continued to attempt Project Veritas stings. Uh, according to a Time magazine report by reporter Zeke Miller, in uh, July of 2015, Loomer went undercover as a Hillary Clinton campaign volunteer in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, for the uh, Iowa Democratic Party Hall of Fame dinner. It was there, according to Clinton campaign officials, that Loomer and her, and her associates made several attempts to entrap Clinton supporters into breaking campaign finance laws. In one scheme, one of the Project Veritas operatives attempted to pass a cash donation to Clinton volunteers and interns. In another, a woman approached the campaign and said that both of her parents had donated to Clinton the legal maximum of $2,700 each, and they wanted to funnel an additional donation through their daughter, a violation of federal law. Laura was seen holding up a box with a stick underneath it, (laughs) and she had placed an entire camembert. None of these attempts to entrap campaign staffers made it into a Project Veritas video, which I think indicates how successful they were. But Project Veritas did capture video of a Hillary campaign organizer telling either Loomer or one of the other operatives that she is banned from campaign offices and events. <laughs> That's it. She keeps getting banned for being annoying. Yeah. Like no one, nobody likes her. Now, Project Veritas framed being banned from uh, Clinton campaign events as the Clinton campaign being scared of what uh, Project Veritas might find out instead of, you know, being booted because they're not actually Clinton supporters and they were caught encouraging people to engage in illegal activity. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, can I talk to you for a sec? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I thought we were meeting at three. Yeah, sorry about that. So I got um, news from my boss um, that you're not allowed in any like Hillary for Iowa offices or events. <laughs> wow, so she has captured the scandalous moment when nobody wanted her around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I love to just the gotcha journalism you need. And I love I love 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 that the organizer um, basically uh, push slowly nudges her outside yeah. to deliver the. Me- it's not even like coming to this office or whatever. It's like let's no, go outside. Let's go outside first because like that the the two seconds ago was the last time you'll be allowed to set foot in one of our campaign offices. Another one of Laura Loomer's nonsensical undercover stings uh, occurred on election day in 2016. Uh, I'm not going to include a clip from that video because the audio is terrible. But in this scheme, Loomer went to a New York City polling place while wearing a burqa and claimed that her name was Huma Abedin, who was at the Wiener's wife. So she... 
So in the video, uh, I could just admit, I'm sorry. Can we for one moment stop and think about how she has to get, she's at home, she gets a burqa, she has to put it on and be like, I'm Huma Abedin, write the whole bit, end up out there doing it. It's like I mean, that. It's there's like, so many steps there. It boggles the fucking mind. It's like the meme. It's like the meme where it's like the five pictures of like a guy sitting alone, like putting on his like clown makeup and like wig and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's like so the sad. real life version no, of but that. Think about that, doing but this also in your mid twenties. Like all... You're supposed to be doing drugs and like having fucking fun with your friends, and this is what you end up doing. You you, you find yourself alone at home, just shuffling into a burqa to go and call yourself a politician. At like just just think of the brain. I mean, there's just it, it's. I think there's nothing left, boys. Like I this is a Cormac McCarthy novel yeah. of a brain. There's nothing left. I think there's sickness here. <laughs> so in that video, a very nice and accommodating poll worker informs Loomer that they didn't have Huma Abedin's name listed, but she could attempt to vote with a paper provisional ballot. And then Loomer excuses herself instead of actually voting, which is a smart move because in the state of New York, filling out a false information in a provisional ballot is punishable by a fine of up to $5,000 and or four years in prison. That's yeah, it's voter fraud. That would have been so cool, though. Better than tying yourself to the Twitter uh, doors. Yeah, the thing is that like the provisional ballot requires like the voter to provide like their signature and yeah. their social security number and or their driver's license number. And since Loomer probably didn't have access to that information, plus the fact that the real Huma Abedin obviously voted in the 2016 election. Correct. Uh, so Loomer almost certainly would have been caught if she followed through with the scheme. Yeah. So just to reiterate, so an election day video scheme, Loomer, while wearing a burqa for some strange reason, gets the materials that she would need to commit voter fraud, but doesn't do it. And this is supposed to prove how easy it is to commit voter fraud. This is a bit like showing how easy it is to rob a bank by uh, making withdrawal uh, with a note in your pocket that says, give me your money. This is a bank robbery without actually showing the teller the note. In June of 2017, Loomer participated in the March Against Sharia in New York City. So this was an event organized by the anti-Muslim organization Act for America. It was supported by the white supremacist organization Identity Europa. And, um, mm, yeah, so, so she's a white supremacist. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's at the very least mm. comfortable with allying with the white supremacists. Mm -hmm. uh, during the event, Loomer put a burqa on the fearless girl statue at, at Wall Street. Nice. While she was attempting to do that, she argued with a tourist who just wanted to take the burqa off the statue so uh, he could take a picture with it. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and take this hey, off. stop taking it off. But I, this have is right, not, I have a right to that. That's we have a right to, you do have a right to free speech, but everybody else has a right to see your statue. Yeah. So why don't you put that on yourself? Today is the March against Sharia. Don't you have any respect for all of the oppression women face under Sharia law? Hey, take a picture, guys. She's a fucking clown. Yeah. I'm so look if you look at her in this you, she you you got it dude she is a fucking shitty performance artist what like, a nightmare that oh god there's something about her that makes me so angry like yeah it <sighs> it is sad that eventually and she she is loaded into a scud missile by ISIS themselves and and they destroy a Wendy's with her which is just crazy. That's crazy. That that's that what, yeah, how it all ends. That's crazy that that's how it really happens. <laughs> At this point in Loomer's career, she was eager to really make a name for herself. And she saw an opportunity to do that thanks to the New York City's Public Theater's annual Shakespeare in the Park performance. 
in uh, 2017, a theater company <laughs> staged a performance of Shakespeare's 1599 play Julius Caesar in Central Park. As is common with modern Shakespeare performances, the director decided to update the production. In this case, the play was set in modern-day America, complete with a set adorned with American flags, cast members dressed in suits and ties, and casting the role of Julius Caesar with an actor who resembles Donald Trump. This is such an unbearable lib own. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. President? Well, Shakespeare's going to feature some pretty criticizing moments. <laughs> of course, yes. Since the play depicts... It's all so stupid. I know. <laughs> I hate it all. I hate it all that this is what feeds into Laura Loomer and there's some this is any kind of symbiosis that that, that the, the response on our side is not what no since the play depicts the assassination of Caesar uh, this generated headlines from outlets like Fox News and Breitbart who are all outraged that a stage play would appear to depict the assassination of a sitting president mm. of course this by is, his brother no less <laughs> of course this is all uh, nonsensical first of all because a uh, 2012 production of Julius Caesar by another New York theater company depicted President Obama as Caesar, and no one seemed to be outraged by it. And yeah, uh, but that's because he's as hot as Caesar. <laughs> so that was fine. And second of all, Julius Caesar is not a pro-assassination play. In the story, the assassination plunges Rome into a civil war, and the main conspirators against Caesar die by suicide. Yeah. It's a tragedy. It's a pro-QAnon yeah. Officially, it was <laughs> yeah. written to be pro-QAnon. Yeah, and still is. So, of course, Loomer capitalized on this outrage by doing what she does best, making a scene. <laughs> on June 16th, she took her seat in the amphitheater for the free performance. Also in attendance, coincidentally, was her friend and pro-Trump activist Jack Posobiec. In Act 3, Scene 1, immediately after Caesar asks, A tu brute? and dies, Loomer started a Periscope video on her phone and strode towards the stage. In the middle of one of the play's conspirators proclaiming, Liberty, freedom, tyranny is dead. Loomer interrupted the performance. As you can hear in the video captured by Posobiec, Loomer didn't have the crowd on her side. Liberty, freedom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause. We're going to pause. Security. Security, please. Just the soundtrack of her life. These <laughs> clips, these clips are like what they play like, you know, five seconds of in the montage of like the opening of the movie about like the apocalypse. Like you know how and and every fucking <laughs> wow. like apocalypse he movie like the it. road or like all yeah. this shit. In the beginning there's kind of like a broadcast of like internet clips and news clips of like the world descending into madness. Yeah. Like that's the vibe that this video gives me. Sure. It's not good. I don't feel good now. <laughs> well, I you, feel bad. Yeah, you don't I feel it. bad. Yeah, you seem sad. And I'm sad. So Loomer was charged with misdemeanor trespassing and disorderly conduct. Uh, by midnight, she was released from police custody. In the lobby of the station house, she delivered a press conference straight into her iPhone camera, saying that she didn't apologize and that she would do it again. According to a, can you really call that a press conference? This is this is what Travis. she called it. This is what she Travis, called it. Travis, and you're going to go yeah. with that line as Listen, a journalist. I'll revise. Quote unquote press conference. According pass to her, that on alleged. To the it's alleged. alleged. <laughs> according to a New Yorker article by uh, reporter Andrew Marrance, uh, the stunt earned Loomer 
20,000 new Twitter followers and $10,000 in donations for a defense fund. Defend Laura Loomer. I'm starting a whole fucking army, man. We're going to defend Laura Loomer. Defend her. I'm sick of people being mean and picking on her. The stunt also catapulted Loomer into the big leagues. She was interviewed by uh, Sean Hannity on Fox News a few days later. So again, this, she just keeps getting, le- learning the lessons. Like she's, if she's disruptive and she's irritating, and she is, then she gets attention from like really uh, prominent voices. Yeah, people like her. Yeah. So uh, in November of 2017, in response to a terrorist attack in New York City, Loomer went on an extended anti-Muslim rant on Twitter. Uh, That included this tweet. Someone needs to create a non-Islamic form of Uber or Lyft because I never want to support another Islamic immigrant driver. Just the caliphate of of Lyft? Yeah. Yeah. In response, both Uber and Lyft banned her from their services. That same month, Twitter announced that it would overhaul its process of verifying accounts. Loomer, of course, had a precious blue check mark. So uh, they gave her a lot of credibility on that platform. Oh, yes. That led to uh, Loomer losing her very precious blue check mark, and um, she, this, she didn't take it very well. In fact, uh, uh, in a tweet, she compared losing her blue check mark to being the victim of the Holocaust. Let's see. Using badge politics, censoring those who don't worship Twitter's liberal dictator, and implementing procedures to annihilate conservatives from the Internet? Sounds like Twitter is carrying out its own final solution for conservatives. What is what is badge politics? I, I don't know. Nothing. No, and it's in quotes as if she's quoted it from like she's t- <laughs> borrowed it, it from somewhere. She doesn't understand it's not a fucking anything. Thing. Yeah, yeah, badge, badge politics. Badge politics. Not a that, fucking thing, Laura. <laughs> don't be mad that Laura Loomer doesn't have a coherent understanding of any political philosophy. I mean, she. I don't think it's like I don't even think she's at like actually inherently bigoted. I just think that she l- realizes that she gets attention by being bigoted. Yeah. I don't, there's not a functional difference between those two. But so like, he's kind of saying she's not guilty. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> no. saying. I'm saying he says, he says Laura Loomer, not guilty. God damn it. <laughs> you guys will see. You guys will see in the book. There's We're going to have t-shirts uh, that say Laura Loomer, not guilty. God damn it. <laughs> now, because she's such a bigot, you'd think that Loomer would find a home in the alt-right. But open white supremacists like Richard Spencer didn't want to associate with her because she's Jewish. Aaron, your eyes look so good. You're like beautiful. Thank you. You're like an Aryan degenerate goddess. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, thank you. You're Aryan too. I know, but I'm Jewish. It's okay. The Nazis hate me. <laughs> it's fine. The alt-right people want to put me in a gas chamber because they're obsessed with the Jews. <laughs> I don't. I think they're just memeing on you, but it's okay. They're just jealous because I have big tits and an Ashkenazi IQ. Yes, that's what it is. That line will f- just resound into the into the foreverness. You know, you know they say like whatever state you're in when you die, like that's what continues. That yeah. that consciousness continues into infinity. Uh-huh. This is it for me right here. Gotcha. Yeah, this, this statement. God, I'd never Jake, seen the video. Right, Jake looks so defeated right now. Well, like he's got big tits and an Ashkenazi <laughs> IQ, so yeah, he feels bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Luber stole Jake's line. Yeah, Jake, 
How many how it's many clear, women have you bedded she, with this uh, particular line? It's clear in the video that she's hitting on this guy. Like these are the oh, line. No. Oh, what do you mean? She calls him Aryan. Yeah, these. these what what better? Uh, this way these to are hit. her pickup line. Can yeah. you imagine? Hey, you Can look you, you look Aryan. Imagine. Hey, hey, you look Aryan. Hey, your people would want to gas me. Ooh, come over here and do the do the whoopee with me. And and you can tell. I think that she's sad. She's sad about the idea that the alt right isn't fond of her. Like you can tell, she's drunk. She's being honest. She's kind of like leveling with the guy. She goes for her power move, which is the the big tits and the the Ashkenazi IQ, which is in itself anti fucking Semitic. Like, oh god, ah, it fucking hurts. It hurts watching how um. Mm-hmm. Horrible uh, this person is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. In 2018, Laura Loomer continued her love of screaming until she's escorted out by security. In March, Loomer was escorted out of the trial of the wife of the uh, Pulse nightclub shooter. In April, Loomer was escorted out of a New York Barnes and Noble after yelling at James Comey during an event promoting his book. In September of 2018, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey happened to be testifying to Congress to address questions about Twitter being used for foreign influence operations and allegations of political bias. So Loomer traveled to D.C. to confront Dorsey. When she saw Dorsey uh, on the street entering his car, she straight up asked for her blue checkmark back. Uh, in this clip, you can also hear Alex Jones in a much louder voice shouting at Dorsey. Oh, my God. Ultimate mashup. Violating my First Amendment rights. CNN and the Democrats, you know, back, are destroying back, the First back, Amendment and needs to be stood up against. Mr. Dorsey, when can I have my verification back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I, mean uh, I gotta hand it to her. I've had beefs with the mods before in different forums, but mm-hmm. she's taking it to a new level. Yeah, you wouldn't be willing to show up to their no, place. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fly to DC just to yell at the admin who like gave me the banhammer. How, how rich? How rich do you have to be to to yeah to buy you know like a seven hundred dollar plane ticket j- just out of spite? I don't. She yeah. Like she, I can't imagine. I can't imagine wanting to yell at anybody that bad that I would fly across the you know I'd fly somewhere or travel to do it. We mm. we literally do very similar things. <laughs> I mean, we all... we've traveled across the country just to make content about people that we fundamentally disagree with. I guess that's true. All right. My bad. <laughs> well, Jack Dorsey was testifying during a House Energy and Commerce Committee hearing. Loomer stood to yell at him. Uh, Loomer, of course, ignored calls for order from members of Congress. So in order to drown her out, a Republican representative from Missouri named uh, Billy Long broke out in an auctioneer's chant, fast talking over her as though he was selling cattle. Dorsey is trying to influence the election, huh? to sway the election. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? What's she? I'm at a damn 12 and a half, 15, 7 and a half, $20, 2 and a half, 5, 7 and a half, 30. Hit $30 down here, 2 and a half, 5, 35, 7 and a half, 40. Hit $40, 2 and a half, 5, 5, 45, 7 and a half, 50. Hit $50 down here, 2 and a half, 5, 50. Officer, will you escort this young lady out, please? Hit 2 and a half. Wow, that was amazing, actually. That made me so happy. Wow, that is. But it's just like some Republican good old boy, and he just hit some instinct clicks and he goes back to. (laughs) That was like a ray of shining light through like a a stormy episode. Oh, 
Dude, they should just have a TV show that's Republicans only owning Republicans. <laughs> uh, Loomer was obviously escorted out while the congressman uh, rattled off like that. So I just want to pause here for a moment and note that how you can sort of see this two stages in Laura Loomer's career and how they were influenced by her just learning what got her attention. When she was a college student and learned that anti-Muslim bigotry and undercover videos got her attention, she went all in on those tactics. When she disrupted the play and noticed that being loud and disruptive got her even more attention, then she dedicated herself to finding more opportunities being disruptive. That's just her guiding principle. In November of 2018, Loomer's quest for attention took a hit when she was permanently banned from Twitter. Her account had a quarter of a million followers when it was suspended. The final straw was allegedly a tweet accusing Minnesota Congresswoman Ilhan Omar of being pro-Sharia law and pro-female genital mutilation. Of course, there is zero evidence that Omar is interested in legislating Sharia law, and it's plainly false that Omar supports female genital mutilation. In fact, in uh, 2017, while Omar served as a state representative, she voted in favor of a Minnesota House bill that would have expanded penalties for female genital mutilation and made it a felony for parents or guardians to allow the procedure on their child. So Loomer's bigoted tweet was just the opposite of true. Uh, Loomer did not take being banned from Twitter very well. In fact, on the afternoon of November 29th, 2018, she reacted by handcuffing herself to the front door of Twitter's New York office in protest. She carried a huge sign bearing the offending tweet and wore a yellow star of David, the kind that German Nazis forced Jews to wear. She then proceeded to yell at passersby through a bullhorn about how it was unfair that she could no longer tweet. of the Holocaust, we are now starting to normalize these to think that even after the Holocaust, a Jewish journalist is banned from posting facts. Banned from posting facts that weren't, weren't actually the opposite of facts. The thing is that the funny thing is that she only handcuffed herself to one door of a double door entrance. So she actually wasn't blocking anyone. Uh, so no, Twitter employees were free to enter and exit the building without any, any trouble. This yeah. is the most considerate thing she's done in her career. Right. Well, she respects capital. <laughs> Got to keep uh, operations running. She doesn't know what a picket line is. so She doesn't know how to make one. Yeah. She claimed that she would not remove the handcuffs until Twitter reinstated her account. Confusingly, she also claimed that she had thrown away the key. So, um, somebody was going to have to come with the a, key. You'll have to make saw. me poop it, and then look through the poop, and then come and. Uh. Eventually, the cops showed up. When Loomer refused to uncuff herself, the cops just set up a barrier composed of this metal fencing on either side of her. <laughs> they just fenced her off. They put her in a little cage. They put her in a this is insane. with a Holocaust star on her foot. Oh, <laughs> That's not Jesus. good. That's this not is, the best. This is just just Laura Loomer behind bars. No. <laughs> uh, I never. If I went back to like eleven-year-old Jake and I was like, "Here's a window of like what the world like will become," I would have been like, "What? What? What event happened?" To, to, to make things so bad. Twitter declined to press any charges while she was handcuffed to the door, allowing her to stay as long as she wanted, which was a really smart move on Twitter's part, actually. Uh, finally, around 6 p.m., police used bolt cutters at Loomer's request to detach her from the door. 
The protest lasted approximately two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> Could you please cut me loose? It's like David Blaine like gets into the box. He's like, I've changed my mind. Loomer did not get her account back, and she wasn't even arrested. I mean, she was obviously hoping to get arrested. She wanted to make as big of a scene as possible, yeah. and her getting carried uh, away in handcuffs would have aided that. So it's actually, I feel like she planned on getting arrested pretty quickly so when it started getting dark and cold in november in new york she realized yeah. oh wait a minute i'm in a little bit in over my head yeah <laughs> this uh this sucks actually <laughs> yeah and the cops were all that's that's amazing that's amazing that she, she's so her intentions are so obvious that even the police were like no what she wants is to is to get arrested so let's just let and twitter and probably Don't we're talking it, yeah. they both on the phone like there's a conversation at where both twitter and the fucking you know new york police department we're like, oh man, let's just let her stay out there, which <laughs> yes. is the funniest thing ever when you think about yeah, it. It's amazing. C- couldn't last three hours. It's like when you're a kid and you run away from home and you, you know, it's been about 20 minutes and <laughs> nobody's looking for you and it's kind of yeah, no cold. One cares. And there's you're no like, shit, this there's is no not s- how I there, wanted this. There's this one time, if I can just, um, if you guys don't mind, uh, there was one oh, time God. I got really, I got, re- I got a, a, pipe. a really um, big fight with my parents. God, and they're going to listen to this now, so now they'll know. Um, and I rode my bike away from home. I got about halfway around the block, and what I did was I laid my bike on the ground and then weaved my body into the bike to make it look like I had suffered, you know, a horrible bike accident. A fall. And a fall. And, you know, that in my, in my imagination, you know, my parents would find me. I had tried to run away, and I had hurt, injured myself, and they would oh, feel wow. so bad. You created this amazing... <laughs> that is so... <laughs> Wait, but you didn't tell them, like, I'm going for a very dangerous bike ride. Like, no. No, I just, So you just went somewhere else, laid down, entangled in a bike, and waited for them to just wander over there? And I shit you not, I shit you not, uh, about five, I was there, I was laying there for literally probably about two minutes, two and a half minutes. Oh, my God. And a red convertible pulled up with two teenage girls driving in it. And they looked over at me, and they looked over at me, and they went, are you Okay. And I was so humiliated and like embarrassed uh, that I I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm fine. And I un you know furled myself out of the you know the gears of the bike. I got it. I I stood it back up. I I rode back home and went inside and and never said anything about the matter. This might even be the first time that that I've spoken that story out loud. I'm all for people showing their scars on this show. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Travis, please. A few weeks after being banned from Twitter, GoFundMe banned her as well. <laughs> in 2019, Loomer escalated her stunts and was booted off even more platforms. In January 2019, she hopped the fence at Nancy Pelosi's Napa Valley estate and set up a tent in an attempt to make a point that the House Speaker opposes the uh, Mexico border wall while also owning a wall. This is her worst yeah. stunt yet because it's so it's fucking so disrespectful and abusive and horrifying what it's she just, does. This is really bad. Ugh. So the thing is that yeah, you like usually Loomer is deliberately disruptive in in uh, public spaces. It's definitely kicked it up a notch by being uh, straight up by just straight up trespassing on private property. <laughs> and Loomer wasn't content just doing the stunt by herself. Loomer also tricked three men into joining her, men that she described as undocumented immigrants to Daily Beast reporter and friend of the show, Will Sommer. Yeah, apparently she went and picked them up at, like, Home Depot. Yes, she just, just picked up three guys. Just a piece of trash, you fucking piece just, of trash. You, three guys who were just looking 
for a job that day or hoping that someone would employ them. Instead, she picked up this grifter who knew that she was taking them to basically this stunt that would end with a police confrontation. No, she She purposefully wanted to get them arrested because that was going to make the point that Nancy Pelosi would arrest illegal immigrants if they came through her wall. That was the whole point. Yeah. But... When uh, two police officers did inevitably arrive, Loomer irritated them by playing dumb for the camera. We are doing great. We're having a fiesta here because Nancy Pelosi said that everyone's welcome here because this is Sanctuary State, right, California? Well, this is private property, so... <laughs> I'm confused. I thought that California was a sanctuary state. I thought San Francisco was a sanctuary city. I don't know. I thought Nancy, Nancy Pelosi... Can we get ID from everybody that's here since you guys are on private property? Oh God, she's trying. She's you know what? She's doming a cop. So I got to give it to her for one tiny fragment of a moment. However, she is trying to get illegal immigrants arrested by cops, which is so disgusting. It's disgusting. And also in in calling California a sanctuary state, I'm guessing that Loomer is referring to the 2017 California Senate Bill 54 or the California Values Act. That state law prevents state and local uh, law enforcement officials from using the resources on behalf of federal immigration enforcement agencies. So it obviously doesn't repeal trespassing laws. So I'm not 100% sure what point she's trying to make by using the, the California, calling California sanctuary state. And of course, even if Loomer was trying to make some sort of point about that law, then what is she doing on Nancy Pelosi's property? Pelosi is a federal legislator and therefore clearly did not have a hand in passing the state law. The actual legislator who sponsored SB 54 is a present pro tem of the California Senate, Kevin DeLeon. Mm. So she's yeah, but but. Nothing about Loomer's stunt makes sense unless, of course, you realize that Loomer isn't actually interested in making a coherent political point. Instead, Loomer just knows that there is a large audience of people who don't like Nancy Pelosi, and Loomer realizes that she can get attention from the audience by stirring up conflict that involves Pelosi in some way. And she could, you know, and she couldn't have gotten, gotten as many clicks by, you know, irritating Kevin DeLeon because no one knows who he is. In the end, uh, the cops. Uh, opted to not arrest the illegal immigrants and let them go. That's true, yes. Which, uh, Which honestly, is... I have to give it to them in this one moment. Yeah. <laughs> I... You know, I'm not usually a cop guy, but I think that that was the right decision to make, clearly. Yeah. I mean, the, I action, mean the, the monster's action is done by uh, Laura, but... Unless, yeah, unless you are a complete monster... All you have to do is oh, take but one look would, at Laura. Yeah, but, All you have to do is take one look at Laura and be like, oh, like this, like this slug. The real thing we have to take in. away from this is that Laura is so annoying that she makes cops not racist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's incredible. This, yes, so, cops, it's yeah. very pro-Loomer take you got there, yeah. Julian. Cops, <laughs> cops would rather, cops would rather... Cops would rather uh, serve Loomer a, a, a loss. They would than, rather Loomer her. Yeah, they would rather Loomer her than, than Loomer. obey their own then natural else. racist yeah, tendencies. Usually cops are out there Loomering the hell out of, you know, immigrants, you know, <laughs> black people. Just Loomering people left and right. Now, Loomer often claims that she's an independent journalist. It's just her and her donations from her supporters to support her work. However, that's not actually the case. Friend of the show, uh, Jared Holt, documented for Right Wing Watch how she was actually affiliated with the anti-Muslim hate group United West. 
In fact, when the Loomer asked for donations, she even listed United West Florida P.O. Box. On its website, United West says that it wants to awaken the West, especially American citizens, communities, churches, and university students to the clear and present danger of violent, coercive Islam. So... PayPal doesn't want to have to deal with the bad PR of supporting, like, out-and-out hate groups. And so, uh, a few days after Jared Holt published the report about Loomer's ties to United West, PayPal banned Loomer from their platform. So, this was another blow to Loomer, who had been kicked off several tech platforms by now. On uh, February 5th, 2019, this caused Loomer to leave a particularly unhinged post on Instagram lamenting the state of her life. I plan on suing all the left-wing terrorists and tech tyrants who are trying to shut me down simply because I am a conservative Jewish woman who speaks the truth about Islam. I have nothing to lose anymore, so trust me when I say I will stop at nothing to make sure justice is served for the way Silicon Valley has disenfranchised me, falsely accusing me of being a white supremacist, a Nazi, anti-Muslim, a racist, a bigot, and every other smear in the book. I am banned everywhere. What are the chances that Laura Loomer uh, is banned from all her local bars, too? <laughs> she is. She is. Her library has asked her not to come back. Like, she is like she, she has lost access to the post office. Is the reason that the ban is, uh, is implemented. I mean, this this was created for people like her. I am banned on Twitter for exposing Jew hatred. I am banned by Uber and Lyft. I am banned from GoFundMe. I am banned from Venmo. I am banned from Uber Eats. <laughs> How does that even... Essentially, I can't even exist in society because the actual Nazis in tech and on the left constantly ban me because I post facts. Mm. How am I supposed to pay my bills? I can't get a regular job because I've been accused of being a Nazi. Am I supposed to be homeless? I guess those people won't be happy until I reach a breaking point and just die. Let's be honest, that's what these people want. They want me to die from all of the pressure and stress of not being able to live freely in America. They are evil and will stop at nothing to ruin people's lives. Just, ugh. I like it. It's a good narrative. Yes. I respect it, actually. I really, I think Laura Loomer's cool. <laughs> uh, Loomer suffered an yet another setback in May of 2019 when Instagram and his parent company, Facebook, uh, banned uh, lots of far-right extremists. Uh, Loomer, Miley Yiannopoulos, Alex Jones, and Louis Farrakhan all got the boot. R.I.P. to a real one, Louis. <laughs> Come on, man. You didn't deserve that shit. So Loomer took that ban really, really hard. Uh, she appeared on Infowars to complain about the injustice. In one segment, Loomer absolutely screeched about her life until Alex Jones cut her off. Mocked me and called me crazy, but what are they doing? I want to know what people are actually going to do. My life is ruined. Does anybody understand how ruined my life is? I'm sick of it. I don't want to listen to people tell me that I'm a conspiracy theorist. They don't know what it's like. No, I understand. I just think you need to go with it. And, uh, you know, and just, I understand I've been through this myself. Wow. She's still Caught yelling. her mic. She's he he definitely yelling. did a hand gesture to cut her mic. Yeah, right. Yes. Cut her mic. Cut her mic. Can't you imagine being too fucking unhinged for Alex Jones? Yeah, he's like, cut her mic. This is too this much. This is amazing. Joey's like screams at the top of his lungs about demons. And like, even, even the, oh, wow, Loomer's a... 
little going off the rails there. Yeah. <laughs> Banned everywhere and even shunned by many of her fellow conservatives for her obnoxious habits, where could Loomer run next? Well, how about running for Congress? Ooh, mm. I see what you did there. What exactly is Loomer's platform? Well, she framed it as sort of fighting for free speech, but judging by her campaign announcement video, it seemed more like she was fighting against the injustice of getting banned. I have been banned on pretty much every single social media platform. And if that doesn't sound extreme enough, I'm also banned on Uber and Lyft. I know I cannot understand that last one either. Here's the thing. She knows, or at least ought to know, why uh, Uber and Lyft banned her. She tweeted that she didn't want a Muslim immigrant driver from either of those yeah. companies. Now, one would hope that Loomer's antics and bigotry has rendered her so toxic that actual members of Congress would never dream of associating with her. Per usual, that hope would be misplaced. As reported by Jared Holt very recently, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan sponsored a message on Laura Loomer's email list in order to fundraise for Jordan's 2020 congressional campaign. So a congressman saw Loomer's audience of angry, stupid bigots and said, hey, I bet I could convince them to give me some money. So, yeah, that's basically Laura Loomer. She's just a woman who is just incapable of learning from her experiences. She just behaves as obnoxiously as she wants to. And then she's hated by everyone. And then she gets banned from everyone. And she blames everything except for her own behavior. And, uh, you know, since she's, again, just 26 years old, you know, I bet she's just getting started. Her best years are probably ahead of her. Journey to the center of the Loomer Fan Club Instagram account. This week, I invite you to strap on a headlight and lower yourself with me into the darkest cavern of them all, the Loomer Fan Club. On February 27th, 2019, the first post is made to the at Loomer Fan Club Instagram account. It's a picture of Laura holding a Twitter protest sign in the snowy New York streets. The top half of her head is cropped out, and the caption reads, hashtag stop the bias. Strange kickoff for a fan club. The second post is a carousel of images, all of them looking out the window of a plane's passenger seat. This time, no caption. Now, I already know what some of you are going to say. Multiple photos, uncurated, posted from the perspective of the celeb with no caption, all seem to indicate the celeb is making the post themselves. But think about what you're saying here. It would mean that Laura Loomer created her own fan club account on Instagram and is running it herself, which is just <laughs> too bleak to consider. But since we're all masochists here, let's examine the account deeper. Posts are scant in those early days for the Loomer fan club. It takes until end March to really get going. The first shot of Laura herself is in post 5, and I can only describe it as a horrifyingly retouched shot of Laura's face, done in a tasteless mix of sepia and faded technicolor against a city skyline. Finally, signs of engagement in the fan club. J. Chad Smithian says, Image from www.airbrushedgrifters.com <laughs> So... Form is redressed, thank God, with a follow-up, a pic of a Hollywood Boulevard star with Laura's name on it. Entering April, posts begin to pick up the pace, many of them shots of specific locations Laura has visited. 
Again, photos seemingly taken from her perspective. One of them is a clumsy shot of an airport terminal with the caption, 50 minute delay in ORD. Now it's important to stop and ponder. What amount of discomfort does it take to out yourself as the person behind your own fan club Insta account? And the answer for Laura is a 50 minute delay at a domestic airport. <laughs> That's it. She can't, she can't help herself she but can't. post. She has to complain, yeah. specifically complain. Then on May 1st, tragedy strikes. The Laura Loomer fan club account on Twitter, which had over 20K followers, is suspended. Instagram is suddenly tasked with posting multiple times in condolence. Fans are up in arms. Marnie Hawk says, That's despicable yet predictable. So sorry your account was suspended by Jack the Nazi Dorsey. Wesley Crop says, Twitter has even suspended the POTUS. <laughs> the but, POTUS. But he was reinstated quickly. How could LL get the same treatment? Brad Gibbs says, I'm fed up with the bias, which is the reason why I left Twitter. Jack Dorsey is Nazi scum. For the Instagram account, the death of the Twitter account hurts badly. Suddenly, text comes flooding into the post, mostly phone screen caps, pictures taken from streets and bars in San Francisco, complaints about the suspension, and finally, promo around the launch of the Free Loomer campaign. Now, around that time, sneakily, the Loomer fan club starts asking if someone is, quote, Interested in building us a website, please DM, please share. Being banned on every platform is actually very depressing because I'm shut off from the world. I can't even communicate with my friends or family because they all use social media to communicate. <laughs> but this is what the left wants. They want everyone to forget who I am. Then the Loomer fan club decides to put a little elbow grease into the shoots. By May 31st, Laura is photographed posing in a fancy looking hotel lobby with an inspirational quote attributed to herself. <laughs> Actually, my mind is more active than ever before and I'm very determined to create change. I create my best work under pressure. Watch and see what I do next. People began responding to her positivity. Tenchita says, you go, girl. Becca for Trump says, I admire your strength, Laura. You are a beast in these streets. Sophia Manolesco says, you're amazing. Uh, Sugnite says, shalom, our dear friend. Be safe, and we are praying for you. Buzz Photo says, I like that photo. Soup Fly Dash 2, Laura is hell on wheels. And GT5ODUG says, I got your bail money this time, Laura. Frito2264 <laughs> says, you are a strong, beautiful woman. MAGA, American flag emoji, American flag emoji, Israeli flag emoji. <laughs> and finally, Bumpa says, I always want to see where do I get in the loop for everything? <laughs> I want alerts and then a bunch of prayer emojis and a bunch of hearts and a couple Israeli flags and maybe a, a uh, you know, uh, an arm curled into a strongman pose emoji. Hopefully those fans have their wallets at the ready to buy the Incest Omar tea that Laura launches in July with an image of Congresswoman Ilhan Omar and the caption, she married her brother, just in case you didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll run you $25 and up, boys, if you mm. want it. Collect a photo it. of Laura uh, and a woman in her 60s wearing the incest Omar tees appears on July 18th. They are standing in a mostly deserted primary school gymnasium. And you can see her here just having a good time. Enter Congresswoman Laura Loomer. She's got a new look, straightened hair, 
brown highlights and a blue blazer. But shortly after the launch of her campaign, it appears the account got slightly drunk because multiple template shots of Laura in another outfit start appearing with no text inserted, followed by some pretty horrifying fan art. I'll ask you to describe this for us, Jake. Okay, so the first picture um, uh, looks like a uh, a caricature... Yeah, uh, badly hand-drawn. Yeah, re- rendition of Laura Loomer. Um, and she seems to be nude. And she also seems to be holding a, a glowing congressional building in her hands. Yeah, something like that. Looks like radioactive. Um, yeah, her her look is one of um, playfulness. Playfulness, a, a little suggestive. Uh, the second image uh, looks like um, a Photoshop of the famous Leonardo da Vinci painting, the Mona Lisa. Um, however, the Mona Lisa's face has been uh, crudely altered to be Laura Loomer's instead. Yeah. Um, so the face normal. put on top of the Mona Lisa doesn't match in any way with the rest of the painting. No. And the Photoshop job is pedestrian at best. So, no matter, the Laura fan club hits an incredibly high note on August 10th when they post this. Can you describe it, Jake? Uh-huh. Yes. It's... um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of Hillary Clinton yeah. with a like a dirty cop mustache and like big <laughs> aviator sunglasses, and the caption reads "Epstein suicide watch commander." And then a co- and then I just want to say that uh, some people have commented. Uh, and Anna Plepe says "faked death." Lisa Marie says "I love this" with a bunch of crying laughing emojis, and uh, Hoyt says that face would make anyone put a rope around their neck. Except maybe Billy. So here you can see a little sampling of the kind of fans that Laura has. She has a lot of very horny boomers who love Israel. (laughs) And she has a lot of just complete psychopaths. Mm -hmm. Like who would love nothing more than to like kill somebody (laughs) for their own pleasure. (laughs) I mean, that's who she would attract. I mean, that, that doesn't surprise me. As all influencers do, Loomer Fan Club, which again is not Laura Loomer, eventually dropped a butt pick, in this case at the gun range in spandex. And, oh boy. And here we have some gun-loving horny boomer fans uh going wild. Yeah, she also definitely is wearing a maga hat as well. Big Ben Production says ass fat upside down smiley <laughs> face emoji. Uh Mayor 0623 says there's no way a photographer could quote get your good side. Why? Because you have no bad side. <laughs> Stone RRC says Sorry, but that peach emoji, amazing. Smiley face. <laughs> the Yukon Sun says, this, ha- this is hashtag screensaver worthy, especially the lower right corner. Which makes me think of a boomer uh, having cropped just Laura Loomer's butt in the right corner of this image, <laughs> setting it as his screensaver. At the same time, the Loomer fan club started trying to send fans to YouTube. Every three posts uh, during this period is just a-, a countdown to their thousand subscribers. The fan club produces multiple dog pics to reinforce the butt pic. Meanwhile, they still have to promote stuff like AmpFest, where Laura is speaking at a Trump hotel in Miami. When she goes to AmpFest, the account once again posts a shot of an airport terminal and a stranger's <laughs> legs. These are followed by photos uh, in the plane cabin, of the wing, 
and then uh, the airport terminal on the other side. In case you were confused about who is running the account, she did posts that literally could not even remotely be confused with anybody who wasn't there at every part of the flight before, during, and after. There are shots of Laura in Miami afterwards, including multiple shots taken from empty hotel dining rooms and from inside the hotel rooms themselves. Uh, so then the fan club gets a great idea and posts this screen cap of a notes uh, on, on the phone. After hashtag AmpFest19, we came up with a new hashtag hashtag. And the hashtag that they came up with is everybody loves Laura Loomer. And then the, the post goes on to say, I can't tell you how many people with tearful expressions told Laura, quote, I love you, Laura. And then in parentheses, barely holding back, bawling their eyes out. Laura Loomer is a truly historical leader. It's true. Hashtag Loomered. Hashtag LLFC. So that means that, that she signed this as the Laura Loomer fan club. So she continues to want people to believe that this is a fan club. But it also means that Laura Loomer created the hashtag Everybody Loves Laura Loomer and tried to push it with a sock puppet account. With a... Which is maybe the saddest thing I've ever fucking yeah, heard in my life. Yeah, and then make up this bullshit story about people barely containing their emotions while gushing about how much they love Laura Loomer. Yeah, exactly. This is depressing, All right. actually. Yeah, it's oh, horrifying stuff. It, yeah. All right, uh, Jake, can you get the first comment here? Jode Luna says, we the people back you. Relentless 444 says, Laura is truly a modern gladiator. Nice. Michael Wolf says, she is... And I pray for her safety and her election to Congress. Older guy says, please, you have the sweetest toesies, my queen. <laughs> you are my Kalisti. Signed, what is that word? I think it says tra Travis View. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Julian's alt is called Older Guy, yeah. and it's and it's, just it's not a, picture, a real thing. And it's just a picture. I wrote it that of, way because I thought of Travis as Older Guy. <laughs> older, older Guy. Oh, uh, back to the real comments. Uh, Almighty Woog. Well, I guess that is a real. It had comment. been a long time, you know. It had been too long since I had written that ex extensive uh, on that episode uh, with Praying Medic. The extensive, yeah. Anyways. Um, Almighty Wu uh, says, read the Talmud. GMAC3 says, hashtag everybody loves Laura Loomer. And then the Loomer fan club, in their bid to elect their queen, commits the ultimate sacrilege, seemingly designed to trigger Jake. Now, could you describe what we're seeing here, Jake? Is that a real sticker on the dog's belly? Okay, it's a bulldog with um, some text upside down and sideways on his stomach that says vote for Loomer. But it's not all puppies and fun for Laura. The Loomer fan club is determined to close this year in style by focusing on Laura as a true activist and making the caption count. So here we have uh, Laura in the outfit that uh, Travis described earlier where she's wearing a Star of David, has a big sign with a bunch of annoying stuff that says like Jew hatred, nosy Jew, question mark, has the Twitter logo. Um, oh, God. And you can see that she's got the two barriers around her that the police set yeah, that up. They just barricaded to like, her in. Fucking barricaded her in. And then this is what the caption says um, Loomer Fan Club posts Laura Loomer is hands down the most impactful conservative and Jewish activist in the world. At 26, she has accomplished more than most will in a lifetime, always ahead of the curve. 
Can you imagine how amazing it's going to be to have her in Congress? Hashtag Laura Loomer for Congress. Hashtag stop the bias. And uh, frequent poster Wesley Crop underneath writes, she'll be, and then in all caps, super effective. So this is like, this plums the depths of sadness for me. Like just the the, the depth to which she's tr- she's trying badly to, to, to make stuff, like to make content that looks like she's loved, like she has fans, yeah. like people appreciate her. They think she's important. That she's, she's going the good... Th- going good places and she's accomplishing things. Yeah, that she's a historic figure. I mean Yeah, yeah you're right. Oh she's my God. she's trying to build up her own mythology from behind the sock account. That yeah. is incredibly depressing. It's so depressing. Recently Laura Loomer has gone in a dramatically different direction with her retouching, leading to photos verging on uncanny valley, mostly at fancy events. So as you can see it's just um it's... It seems like strategically, Laura is retouched so violently that it gives her deniability. The photos become useless as evidence of her presence <laughs> at these satanic events. So it's very smart. It seems like she also makes the other people in the pictures look worse. Like Mark Levin in this photo. Yeah, he, he looks yeah. like he a drunk red uncle. faced. Yeah, he's like your drunkle. He looks stoned as shit. <laughs> So she's a bit like a character from Ghost in the Shell. So as of 12 hours ago, the Laura Loomer fan club is churning through the standard garbage, a screen cap of a negative mention of Laura in the news, Laura walking in expensive clothing past a line of press, and a video of Trump's convoy leaving the Palm Beach airport. I guess we'll see where they go next. In the meantime, I think I speak for everyone here when I say, long live the Laura Loomer fan club. Mm. I love it. It is. It's it's sad. I'm gonna start up a, a, a Travis View fan Instagram page. Yeah, you can call it older guy. I should just call it the older guy. Yeah, it should be specifically. It'll just be reposts of my tweets and just be talking about how good my own tweets are. Yeah, uh, the, one of the I just went to her Instagram. The fan everybody club loves Instagram just Travis to check View. it out. And one of the most recent tweets is a, <laughs> a tweet from T- Tommy Loren. It says Laura Loomer banned from Twitter. PayPal, Venmo, Uber, Lyft, Uber Eats, as if they were two different companies. Teespring and Medium. What? Why is she banned from Teespring? Who gets banned from Teespring? Well, I don't know. She probably did that Elhan Omar after that incest Omar. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. That was probably it. She probably <laughs> actually just, she's so lazy, she probably just uploaded an, a design of incest Omar to fucking Teespring and then affected. And then she yeah. she probably used like a graphic from their actual camp. She probably stole everything that she posted. She's the dumbest fucking human being alive. Yep. I, I In her book, everything here, I, I am now 100% convinced that she wrote her own book. Who she wrote this this spy yeah. novel under a pseudonym. Yes, I, she I, wrote a spy novel starring her as a pseudonym. She yeah. also runs her own fan club. Laura Loomer rules. Yes, yeah, she <laughs> and 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 this story, by the way, that you're about to hear on the premium episode is so good. But anyways, we we will close this episode for now because it has run very very long. We love you, Laura. You know, we hope you hear this episode. Um, boys, how you feeling about it? You think we got good uh, clo- clo- closure? No, Do we have closure? No. Do we feel good? No, I feel foreboding because like, <laughs> like I know that, yeah, like I said, she's probably going to get elected to some sort of office and that we're going to have to sort of just deal with this maniac for decades. But don't you think that if you ran on a ticket with her, you would counteract each other like a Loomer View 2020 ticket? All right, all right. I'd be up for that. Good, good.
been listening to the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Actually, this week we have a, a big announcement around t-shirt stuff. We have two new designs and I've also retooled the store a little bit so people can get access to what they want, whether that's like a kind of sticker or, or, or pin of uh, the, the, the logo of the podcast, uh, or we have now a Moloch t-shirt. Uh, we also have a t-shirt uh, that says, it's not ideal, but it looks not like one of those shitty Hot Topic quote yeah, t-shirts. Cool. Yeah, I try to make cool. the designs cool. Dark, light backgrounds, all the different colors you can choose from. And you can also go to tickets.qanonanonymous.com. Go grab your tickets to our LA live show February 8th. That's Saturday in the beautiful neighborhood of Silver Lake in Los Angeles. If you like the show, you can support us and get a second weekly episode for just five bucks a month. Uh, this will also get you access to all of our archive of premium episodes, which is now in the mid-50s, I think. Yeah. So if you sign up, there's like, you know, more than 50 other shows to immediately get access to. That's um, true. He's right. I am actually. I am? Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually said a real fact on the show for once. <laughs> Can't believe it. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's those those episodes are really fun because we tend to get, uh, as you'll see, uh, unfortunately, in this in the Loomer book episode, we get a little bit looser. Uh, it's yeah. y- you know, it's a little bit it's a little bit more intimate. Uh, I tend to lose my mind a little bit more frequently. So um, yeah, if, so if, if where if can people sign up for that? Uh, they can go to uh, www.patreon.com/slash/QAnonAnonymous. If you had not put that www in, like nobody listening to this would understand it because they're not very good at internet but so thank you this is just i'm just imagining myself typing Taking it in care of the listener and then, and then that's what comes out that's what you get travis Thanks. will you take us out so this isn't a total ruin listener until next week may the deep dish bless you and keep you it's not a conspiracy yeah, it's a fact and now today's auto cue i'm wayne alaroot otherwise known as war I host the Wayne Alaroot Show every night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Newsmax TV. They call me the conservative warrior. I'm a blue-collar SOB, son of a butcher, who fought his way out of the rough, crime-ridden streets of New York. And as a successful businessman, I started with nothing. So I also had to fight my way to success. I know a fighter when I see one. And Laura Loomer is the fighter we need in Congress. She is the cure for the squad. And I personally can't wait for the day that Laura is sworn in so we can watch the leftists and socialists and globalists literally scramble for a place to hide as Laura Loomer walks through the hallways of Congress. Think about this. Dream with me. Just imagine the moment Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and especially Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib see Laura Loomer walk towards them and realize they have to fight her every day for the next session of Congress. We have to make that dream come true. That won't happen without your support. Donate right now, right below. Give as much as you can up to the legal limit, and let's get Laura Loomer to Washington, D.C.